The following is a paid program, and the views expressed are those of the hosts and guests and do not reflect the opinions of WPTF or Curtis Media Group. Information provided is of a general nature. Listeners seeking specific advice should contact a licensed professional in the appropriate area. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making your home great every Saturday at 2 o'clock on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We've never had as full a room as we we do now. I mean, it's been rare that we've used up every microphone and every head. No? Well, Rhonda and Julie and I and then usually Brock are here. You're right. You're right. (laughs) All right. Brock Emmons uh, is taking the week off. We have uh, in his place Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. How you doing, Stephen? Great. Good. We've got Tanya Wicker Hunt. You just heard from her. Hey, Tanya. Hey. How you doing? I'm great. How are you, Dave? She, good. She is uh, sitting next to Julie Wicker Crisco. Hi, hey. Julie. Hey, Dave. How are you? We're good. Good. With Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry, and Walston. Um. And also in studio is Paige Campion with Town Bank Mortgage. Am I right? Just Town Mortgage. Just Town Mortgage. So tell me, tell me, how are things, Paige? Yes. How are things? I mean, we're talking about real estate here. You know, there's been major changes in the last six months. Yes. Would you say? What's going on? With the interest rates, mainly. Interest rates, right? I mean... I hear people saying, well, we're we're hitting the brakes a little bit. Yep. All that, right. That does, has happened some, for sure. <laughs> Six months ago, we were just hot as a pistol, and it was insane. Is it more sane now? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is it more like a typical market? Yeah, I would say for sure. But people are still getting mortgages, and they're still... Buying qualifying and buying homes yeah and let me ask the the real estate folks from wicker squared are we in a market where you can feel comfortable to look at a house and not put down fifty thousand dollars immediately or yes. can you wait a little bit i would say yes to that homes are staying on the market longer yeah. And a lot of it is still location-driven. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, are we getting out-of-town companies that are rental companies putting offers on a lot of things really early? Yes. That is all right. That is. I mean, that that is still happening because right. I was looking at comparables for a home that I'm getting ready to list. Yes. And so it's pending – which means it's under contract right so i reached out to the listing agent to say you know hey can you give me an idea did it go north of the asking price or south of the asking price and she said you don't want to (laughs) know and it's Uh, the the seller was ready to sell yeah and an investor approached early so yeah it's not going to help our comps any (laughs) and and what it the 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 out of town company just brought the price up, didn't they? Is that what you're telling me? No, they brought it down. Oh, they brought it yes. down. Oh, yes. 
And where was this? It was in Garner. Because they were a cash buyer. Mm-hmm. About oh, 15000 wow. down. 15000 down? Yes. And I was counting on that comp to right. increase the price of my client's home. In, I, and six months ago, <laughs> that would not... You're purchasing a home for less than the asking was out of the question. Pretty much, yes. Okay. You agree, Tanya? I May, think so. Yeah, maybe we're to a point where things will even out and you know people can breathe a little bit. Well, I have a um, question. Yeah, please. So, from what I understand, if you're in the market under 500000 basically the first-time buyer and the under 500000 market, there still is a great demand, although the mortgage prices have rates have really affected that market. Do you find this very different? You get over seven fifty. I still think you see some multiple offers depending on location and where it's priced and the home itself. Um, you know, rates have increased. There's a lot of talk that they're going to go down next year. So yeah. So those are people who, once you get above five hundred, you, you get people who are more. They can accept that there's a high rate right now. And then refinance. And refinance. I know they're going to refinance. Correct. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah, I want I want people to try to try to relax a little bit. Paige maybe be able to talk people off a roof <laughs> because they're thinking of the gosh, you know, the the rate as it is now. Mm. I don't want to stay with that for thirty years. Not married to the rate. That's not what married I say. to the rate. <laughs> Just dating it. <laughs> why are we not married to the rate? Because I, I think my parents kept their mortgage mm. and never refied for thirty years. Paid it off, burned it up. Right. I mean, that's just not that's even the mentality not anymore. People do chase rates when. So during you know two years ago when the rates started dropping for the first time. Yeah. People refinanced two times. You know during mm-hmm. that time frame because they dropped so much so quickly um, so people even though from a mortgage point of view I'm always talking and coaching a client of you know are, remember you're rolling in your closing costs so every time you yes. you know refinance you're rolling in closing costs but people don't pay attention to that part because all they see is the better rate the better payment they're very payments you know um, they're in their mind that's all they're thinking about is um, fixated on what the payment's going to be and the rate, you know, oh, I'm going to get below 3%. Wow. Um, and people chase a half a point, you know, like meaning if they've dropped a half a point, they're calling me again. Should I refinance again? Probably not yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a mathematical figure. There is. Based upon what you can save. Yeah. And how long it's going to take you to recoup the closing cost. Getting the lower rate and recouping the the cost and you'll yeah. help us with this yeah absolutely. i mean if we're if we i'll be you, happy to do those do you <laughs> do you do a lot of um first home buyers yes they do and origination of the first house yes yep yeah. i actually was just on a training with um nc housing here locally um, yeah. in raleigh that does the down payment assistance um they offer an eight thousand dollar down payment assistance so, so i just had to get my oh, renewal of training i know i don't qualify but i want to hear about that yeah so what is that um so income limits are one hundred and twenty six thousand. yeah um you have to be a first-time home buyer meaning that you haven't bought a home or owned a home in the last three years right 
Um, and it's a fixed rate. I mean, it's a 30-year fixed. It's at five and a half right now. Yeah. So you're getting an $8,000 down payment assistance to assist you with down payment and or closing costs, a combination thereof, depending on what your purchase price is. Um, there is there is a purchase price limit at three twenty six. Yeah. Um, so, but typically we're dealing with people who are buying in the you know three hundred and below because they're typically a first time home buyer or right. they haven't owned mm-hmm. in three years. Sure. Is considered a first time home buyer. Um, but it's a it's a it's a great program. I've I've dealt with NC Housing probably nine or ten years, um, and they require me to be trained on an annual basis. So I. Sat on a three-hour training yesterday just to renew all the the changes that have taken effect. Right. Um, they increased their debt-to-income ratios a little bit. They are relaxing a little, which they've been they've been caught up on a 43% back-end ratio for as long as I can remember. They changed it to 45, so that's okay. going to allow people to qualify for a little bit more, which is good. Um, you know, they want to make sure obviously they're helping with this down payment assistance that they're not making somebody house poor. Right, you know, that they're very careful. There, oh, there is no that. budging on the debt ratio. There's none whatsoever. So, um, but they've they keep increasing the um, income level. So it was ninety nine thousand last year and went up to one hundred and twenty six this year. I think at one hundred and twenty six thousand, as long as you're not paying off student loans and right. three cars, yeah, correct. <laughs> you're probably able to buy a decent house. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, you'll never get one in the triangle. But right. <laughs> no, no, I mean, you'll never get one in the bell line. I, right, know. not in the bell line. Tanya, where do I need to go to find a house that is 300000 and near Raleigh? How far do I have to go? Oh. <laughs> Trick question. Townhouse or single family? Townhouse, uh, one well, bedroom. It would be older. Yeah. It would be an That's older. Fine. That's fine. Um, home or townhouse, but I think on the outskirts you've got Garner, yeah, um, Nightdale, um, maybe Roseville. Well, and there's a townhome listed. An agent in our office has one. It's in, I think, two seven six one six zip code. Right, so that's okay. Raleigh, and Raleigh. it's like three twenty eight. Well, there you go. So, a little outside of three hundred. Yeah, right. and and when I when I go look at the house. I'm going to call Stephen Clip, And the reason I'm calling Stephen, why I'm calling an architect before I've even purchased the home, explain why. Because they're good houses and they're not so good houses. What's a not so good house? The Either the flow, of, well, first of all, the look of the house. Yeah. Is it a pleasing appearance or is it not? Okay. And we'll see a lot of brand new houses that have eight different uh, elements on the front of them. Yes. And for some reason, uh, builders, spec builders, believe that the more things you put on the front of a house, the more money it will sell for. When you mean elements, you mean like what? One section is brick and the other is? One is brick, one is siding, one is stone. Yes. You've got four different gables on there. Yeah. And three different types of window. Right. And so... It's you're selling the pieces rather than the whole. Right. And And, so that's one thing. Okay. The other one is you walk in and the house does not live well. The the floor plan is bad? The floor plan is bad. You walk in and you're 
I know one over million dollar house where you walk in and you can see the toilet in the master bath. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Which, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a bad idea. And there are many things. Uh, one of the more interesting things is the trying to find the the uh, silk purse that's hiding as a sow's ear. Mm. And there are houses that are underselling for their intrinsic value because they're actually a lot better. Either they have not been maintained yeah, or they've got things about them that are fairly easy to fix. Right. And... Those are, in fact, I just helped my daughter and her husband buy one of those in Apex. Yeah. And that's the opposite of the one where uh, it's really more of a sow's ear. It is just a not very good house. Right. But it's got all of the decorations on it. It's got all the bells and whistles and the latest this and that. Yes. And people are buying those and then... You know, when they go to sell five years later, those things are now a little more dated. Right. But the underlying house, which was not good, yes, is what comes across. Okay. We'll talk more about that with Stephen Clip. We've got in studio Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco with Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry and Walston and Paige Campion with Town Mortgage. And, of course, Stephen, if you want to call right now, I've got a $25 gift certificate for you. Coming up on this radio show, the number is 919-860-9783. Clearly, we're talking about real estate, uh, but if you've got a, a question otherwise of other things, that's fine, too. 919, we can't answer it, but, you know. 919-860-9783 is the telephone number call right now on making your home great. FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We are on with making your home great. The phone has just exploded, which is a wonderful thing. We'll take a call in just a moment. Tanya Wicker Hunt, Julie Wicker Crisco from Wicker Square to Colwell Banker, Howard Perry and Walston, and Paige Campion with Town Mortgage. Also, we have Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture and Bob from West Raleigh. Bob, welcome to the radio show. You are on. How you doing, Bob? Still kicking. Welcome, Bob. <laughs> so That's a your, good thing. <laughs> what's your question? You got a real estate question? No, I got a Stephen question. You okay. Hi, Bob. Yeah. Hey, I live in a three-story house. Uh, I'm about to turn 75, and I'm looking to see what I can do to elderize my home, hmm. so to speak. I've got, I'm having trouble getting up and down stairs. You know, the list goes on. Are you the kind of guy that can come out here and look at what I've got and tell me what I, what options I might have? Sure. About half my business right now is just that. Really? And, well, last year I put elevators in three houses that wow. sound just like Bob's. Yes. And the cost ran between 25000 for one to 160000 for the other. Wow. <laughs> and... 
Is this like an exterior build? No, no. These are all, all placing the them someplace inside. Yeah. But the thing is, if you can put an elevator in or you can set up your house so that you can continue to live in there, yeah. you know, a, uh, a retirement home can cost upwards of ten to $15,000 a month. Right. So if we can figure out a way that you can live comfortably in your house uh, much longer and maybe forever, right. that's the idea is you want to live in your house forever. Right. And... The first part, the first thing is a consult. I just come in and uh, I charge $95 and I come in and I just give you a, a full range of understanding of what you can do uh, for, to, for your house. Good. Yeah. That's exactly what I'd like to get done. All right. Yeah. Bob, hold on just a moment. What number should he call you, Stephen? 919 929 78 Three, eight. All right, nine two nine. What's the rest? Seven eight three eight. Seven eight three eight. Got that, Bob? Yeah, is that normal business hours? And yes, pretty much any time. I I work until midnight. All right, so. don't do don't call them at two. <laughs> but other than yeah. that, you're good. Okay, sounds All right. good. Thank Appreciate you, it. Tanya. Did you have something to to add to that? You were thinking about something there. You're no, I would just I was just thinking if, you know, once um Stephen came out to talk to him, if yeah. it didn't seem like that was a route he wanted to take, right. then he may want to talk to a realtor, perhaps Julie and I right. about what he could do, what we could do to get it ready to list and talk about the equity he has in his home. Well, right. that is what that's part of the discussion. Yeah. The part of the discussion is what is the cost benefit? of staying in your current house or it's just too expensive to, you know, fix it so that you can stay there and what you have to do to get it ready for sale. Uh, and what are your options to move to? And what are your <laughs> options to move to? Realistically, he has a three-story house. He's to make that as he called it, what elderly proof or something like that, you know, to make it so that it would be comfortable as he no longer wants to climb stairs is very hard. I would also turn around and say that when you get up into your 70s and 80s, if you can climb stairs, yes. they improve your health. If People you can, who live yes. in multi-story houses Absolutely. live longer than people who live in one-story houses. Really? That's I just a bought a ranch. <laughs> I just bought a ranch. Oh, no. Just cutting. Hey. I, I need all the help I can get. But you see, the thing was, we decided we were not using the upstairs mm -hmm. of the house. Right. Your kids have moved out. Right. And you're not using that. I wanted that square footage on the ground floor. And that's what we had to do. That's what we had to switch. So, all right. In studio, Tanya Wicker Hunt, Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker, Howard Perry in Walston, and Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture, and Christine from Raleigh. You are on the radio. Hi, Christine. Hi there. What a wonderful show. Very interesting. Well, I'm glad you like it. Saturday. Talk to me. And it's a great subject that you're discussing. Yeah. Because, are you there? Yes, we are. We're listening. Okay. Hi. okay. My son and his wife just bought their first home, 
Yes. And uh, he's mentioned that uh, he got in just before they hiked the rate increase again. Yes. Mm-hmm. But my question is, now, will he have a 30-year mortgage, and will that be a fixed rate, or will he be able to refinance it like you hear about? I don't understand that. All right, Paige, can you jump in? I sure can. Lean, lean closer to the microphone than before and tell us about refinancing. Yes, absolutely. So do you think he did do a 30-year fixed when he purchased the home? I don't have any information. <laughs> okay, no problem, no problem. So regardless of what kind of mortgage he got, he can absolutely refinance. Um, typically, most lenders want to see that you've had your loan for six months of um, okay. making your payment on time. Um, and then anytime after that, there is no prepayment penalty to ever refinance, meaning you, you can pay the loan off, you can refinance. Um, there, so there's no prepayment penalty in the state of North Carolina. There's no penalties. So I would say that, you know, if he could get a point or lower um, on the interest rate in the future, that he would definitely give me a call and I'd love to help him. Oh, that's wonderful news. Now, um, my husband and I have owned 15 different homes over the years. Mm -hmm. And the other quick question, Paige, is is there such a thing as buyer's remorse? (laughs) (laughs) Always, Christine. Talk to my wife about buyer's remorse. She gets it all the time. So 15 homes, so you don't stay in a home very long. Well, no, but also I'm a lot older now, too. So it's been a great experience, but they were all in different states. Okay. In Canada. Awesome. But this is a wonderful program. I, uh, Especially the subject today, I'll be able to pass this on to my son and daughter-in-law. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. Well, Christine, we're going to get you the... uh, gift certificate in the mail hold on just a moment don't don't go away we're going to talk more about it uh tanya wicker hunt julie wicker crisco from wicker squared at colwell banker howard perry in walston Paige campion from town mortgage and stephen clip from stephen clip architecture in studio on making your home great fm 98.5 am 680 wptf FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF and making your home great. want to congratulate our <laughs> caller. I uh, think her name was Christine. You've won a yes. $25 gift certificate to Cape Fear Seafood Company. They've got two locations in Raleigh. This gift certificate is for the Village District. Uh, Cape Fear Seafood Company using the fresh, freshest possible ingredients they have uh, distinctly American regional food, uh, signature dishes, hand-cut fish, steaks, chicken, and incredible desserts. They are at capefearseafood.com, and we'll send you there. If you want to call again now, not Christine, but someone else, our telephone number is 919-860-9783. And let me... Let me tell you who you're going to be talking to. Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco from Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Paige Campion of Town Mortgage and Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. Now, Tanya, you were telling me during the break that we've you've got some stats 
on how the real estate market is doing right now in Wake County? Correct. We have access to Triangle Area Residential Realty Report. Every month around the middle of the month, they come out with um, stats of mm-hmm. the previous month. So I pulled the ones for Wake County. Yeah. Um, the current month of July versus June, showings were up 2%. You know, as we talked about, it seemed like June, there was a little bit of a lull because of um, schools getting out, graduations, um, the interest rates had gone up. Right. Um, Month in inventory up 20%. Houses listed during the month were down 11%. Resales listed were down 12%. Yeah. Um, We had a lot of price adjustments or price drops. Right. Um, They were up. 43% 43% pending sales were down 10% July closed sales down 13% sales prices were still up 1% um, resale prices down 2% and then the average days on market were 17 days on market compared to 22 days on market in February um, wow. and then of course July of 2022 versus July of 2021 yeah um the resales were down a little bit um, and 23% reported competing offers and 56% sold for more than the final list price. Right. So while our market is softening, not softening, normalizing some, <laughs> um, we're still seeing, right. you know, showings are out there. Um, things are still going under contract fairly quickly, right. historically. Um, but you're just not seeing that huge surge of a lot of multiple offers. There are still some properties that are getting multiple offers and it's depending on location and the house, the specific house and how it's priced. Well, and what I saw just a couple of months ago when I was very actively involved in with a couple people in the market is that at that time they were just throwing out prices that, Oh, if someone bites on this, great. Right. That was that was but, pre and, um pre yeah, June. Pre June. Yes. And but what happened is that that, that is where we you saw some of the uh markdowns is when if someone didn't bite within the first week, you'd then drop it down. That's right. right. And, That's right. And I think what you may see is not that going forward, but what? but but the house is being more properly marked to begin with that's correct and that's what we're educating our sellers on and and buyers that you know it went for so long where you a seller would say oh this house just sold in the neighborhood for x amount let's up the listing Mm -hmm. a percentage over that well those days are gone yeah really Mm -hmm. you really have to make sure you're pricing that house correctly and the sellers that got a little bit lazy and getting their homes ready to list right um they really need to step up their game and that home needs to sparkle whether it's a hundred thousand yes. dollar home or a million dollar you've got to paint maybe you've got a well, really super well, you're, you're let's back. keep it basic to mm-hmm. let's do a deep clean yeah get your windows done if carpets are really bad you need to clean your carpets or maybe replace those carpets yeah um and and have your realtor come in and and give an assessment of what really needs to be done and we're not trying to spend your money we're trying to help you make more money in the cell and by doing those little things change out your um filters 
in your HVAC units, yes. the ones mm-hmm. in the house. Make sure those light bulbs are changed out. I mean, little things of cleaning your house, um, freshening up your landscaping so you have a great curb appeal. Yes. My and big just- three are paint the front door mm. or make sure it sparkles, yeah. paint the garage door, yeah, and cut every bush in the place down by half. Mm-hmm. Really? Because almost all landscaping is overgrown right now. Right. And the landscaping obscures the house. Right. It's yeah. funny. I, got, I really have to have you remind me of what a normal real estate market is. If we're normalizing now, that means what? I put my house up and I might have to have an open house or a couple. Right. You're seeing a lot more open houses come okay. in the market. Julie, remember... Um, Gosh, it probably went for a year to 18 months where, you know, we'd go down and, and meet with a client. They'd, they'd get ready to list. We'd talk about the timeline. And, and basically, I was telling all my sellers, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to put it coming soon, about yeah. two weeks before. So it's going to get scheduled where by the time you go active, if it's not under contract yet, you're going to have full days of showings. Right. And so go ahead, take the kids, take the pets. Go away for the weekend, yeah. mm-hmm. and then we'll have um, multiple offers come in Sunday night, maybe Saturday, depending on when the, the first one came in, and mm-hmm. we'll have it under contract by Monday with multiple offers. Mm-hmm. Those days are gone. Like we do not tell our sellers leave for the weekend now because <laughs> right. well, well, they're still going to have showings. Because it's probably not going to happen. It's, yeah, and it's not going to be the surge like you know the revolving door through your house right. all day. But but just to caution, this is not. We, we've dropped back down. It is a, still a very strong very market. Very strong seller's market. Uh, all of the houses are still up Correct. probably 30% over what they were two years ago. Correct. And with everything coming in, right. um, all the companies coming in, our, our prices will continue to increase. But mm-hmm. we are normalizing where it's not the craziness that it was for a year and a half. But we couldn't sustain that. That's not healthy for anyone. Buyers, sellers, agents, homeowners, I mean, anyone. Well, here's an oddball question, and we were talking about it. We were talking about it with Paige Campion of Town Mortgage during the break. You know something? There's there's an advertisement running. I don't know whether it's on WPTF or other stations. Mortgage companies are saying, well, you know, this is a good time for you to – Pull equity out of your house. Take that seventy grand out of your house and and I don't know, put it into the house or pay off your credit cards or pay off something else. Now, that's fine if your house will three years from now assess the same way as it does today. Are we concerned about pulling too much equity out of houses? Well, banks do limit you, so you can actually only take out 80% okay. of the value of your home. Yeah, that's um, a lot, though. So you still have 20% equity in your home. The bank is still protected in yes. that respect. Okay. So you've got some wiggle room with appreciation, depreciation yeah. type of thing. However, what more people are doing, because the interest rates are up, is to do a home equity line. So right. to, to do a second mortgage. Um, I've, I think I referred, and I don't do them personally, but I, I think I referred six people this week. 
to a person that I send my home equity lines to, she's like, oh, my goodness, you're, you're on fire this week. I'm like, right. yeah, I wish these people <laughs> would actually buy a home instead of calling. So they're, hold, they're holding on to their 3.5% primary mortgage yeah, I'm like, and Don't doing you dare a second one <laughs> uh, instead of refinancing the whole yeah, thing to exactly. what is it right now, four well, and three quarter? Yeah, it's, it's, it's under five. It depends on your credit score. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still a good way to, you know, use the equity in your home. And it's like a credit card, right? A home equity mm-hmm. line. It's until you borrow it, you don't pay any interest on it. So you could right. get a $50,000 line of credit and only spend 20 um, of it on paying off credit cards or right. um, or whatever you want to do with the cash, do some things to your home, put an well, elevator Well, I would strongly home. advocate if you're pulling money out in your home, use it to improve to your, your home. Exactly. And yes. don't use it to pay off credit cards because... The danger is you'll just run up more credit card yeah, debt. Right. Well, I don't know. My credit cards are awfully expensive. The so, interest on you know, the interest crazy. on those are. Well, yeah. But if I was the kind of guy to be responsible, I wouldn't have so much in credit card debt. That's honestly, Stephen's right because I'll just run it up again. Better, better. I max out everything. Well, it is a question. In yeah. the past, or up until very recently, you would refinance. We're doing an addition on the house or we're redoing the kitchen or the master bath and putting real value into the house. And the straightforward way was simply to refinance. Right. Right. And do a cash out refinance. Yes. And now it really is that if if it still is worthwhile to do the renovation, but do it with the second mortgage Mm -hmm. on there or pull money from somewhere else. Can I make money by putting money in the house Am I going to sell at a higher price point? If you can buy or own it, if you've owned it for a long period of time and it has significant defects, yeah, oh, that yeah. when you go to put it on the market, they walk into your house and it's not, oh, it needs a little touch up. Or I don't advise people to redo their kitchens now right? because everybody has seen HGTV. <laughs> everybody <laughs> has ideas about how they want yeah. their kitchen. Right. Oh, yeah. And I regularly deal with homes that people purchased and they rip out the kitchen that was done for resale Okay, and put in their kitchen. Oh, uh, people really appreciate if you redid the master bath or the bathrooms yeah. okay, because they hate spending money on that. Okay. Uh, but they don't mind on the kitchen. Right. So, yes, especially, and I I tell people, I do consults of how to get your house ready for re, for sale. And a lot of it is cut down every other bush and see that sight line there? If we, if we take mm-hmm. out these bushes, you just enhance the value of your home. The uh, If you walk in and someone just looks at something and says, I can't stand that. That's the thing to redo. <laughs> if they walk in and say, you know, I'm not thrilled with that, but I know I can change it. You know, don't the, the spend a lot of money. If it's, the, if it's the paint in the dining room. Right. Redo, get rid of that red paint in the dining room. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. easy. That's buy, easy yourself, yeah. buy yourself some agreeable gray. <laughs> that's right. And just, yes. and just go room to room. Just go room to room and quiet that thing down. And if your kids have painted one room their unique way, no. 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 Not okay. not unless it is a, a girl's room in pink. No. And they may if they actually could. Actually, that could help. 
A girl's room in pink? Yeah? Okay. Because the, the girl sees it and says, Oh, yeah. I want that. Oh, I, I want that. <laughs> Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture is here, along with Tanya Wicker Hunt, Julie Wicker Crisco, and uh, the Wicker Squared team at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. I called up your website today and learned something very important. Oh, yeah? What's that? There are people who work in Wicker Squared who aren't even a Wicker. they're not not even close i had this vision of just you two no you got a whole big team team. we do all right so julie and tanya are here from wicker squared at colwell banker howard perry and walston also in studio is Paige campion from town mortgage this is making your home great FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco from Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston and Paige Campion from Town Mortgage. Also, Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture in studio. And we are talking about real estate today. We're kicking around the idea of of interest rates and how to get people into their first home, how to get people to just relax about selling their home and buying a home. Can we get a house? Can we get a house for my daughter who's been looking for six months, 10 months? Absolutely. And she says she wa- she's in a house and she <laughs> says, yeah, this is good. We'd like to put down... You know, put down a down payment. And say, I'm sorry, it's already sold. It's the it's the most amazing feeling. Does your daughter have a realtor? <laughs> okay, all right. And maybe that's it. Maybe that her problem is she's not with Wicker Squared. Correct. That's that could right. very well be the right. problem. Okay. All right. Because because there are you know what do you call what do you call the people who graduated in the bottom ten percent. Of real estate school, you call them real estate agents, okay? They're they're working out there too. Maybe my daughter's real estate agent is just not very skilled. So tell me why are you you guys better? Well, we go above and beyond. Yeah, you know, talk to me about mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. So you know, when I was trying to figure out a price for you know, I just talked about how I reached out to the list agent. Yeah. You know, another agent may not do that. Right. And they may just say, well, let's just slap this price on it and yeah. hope it sells. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the stories I've heard is you get a buyer under contract. Yes. And the agent just vanishes. It's like, what happened? You know, I was getting good service when I was looking. Right. But now they're just gone because it does not stop when the contract is executed. Right. Yeah. Well, I want people to know that it's not... The, the the stuff doesn't stop. The details don't stop when you've actually, okay, we bought the house. At that point, that process becomes fairly complex. Mm-hmm. And you've got to trust your real estate person because there are a lot of decisions that go along the lines of, okay, I need you to sign this. 
right quick or they you know they email well, it to between you. when you go on the contract yes. and when the actual sale is consummated we need you to sign this and this is what it means there's it's a block of text so mm-hmm. complicated that your average person doesn't know there's a lot of things that go through the process that i think um most people don't realize yeah um i think they have real estate shows out there i love watching selling sunset the girls from beverly hills but let me tell you they make it look so easy um like they make a couple phone calls and they make a huge commission on every sale that's that's not what we do i mean there is so much more involved i mean we work late hours right you have some agents that shut their phone off at 5 36 o'clock and Mm -hmm don't bother me until the next day right i mean so when our clients need to get in touch with us we are available i mean you're gonna you're gonna get me you're gonna get julie whoever you're working with i mean you're gonna get us from start to finish and then some even after the transaction's done i always say if you guys have an issue a question after we close you still reach out to me i'll be glad Mm -hmm. to help help you work through that and julie is the same i mean we we're an advocate for our clients. Right. We are. And I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. You, you know, the, <laughs> because did you, I, wait, 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 wait. No. Did you know that that's what the show is for? <laughs> horn tooting? Then toot toot. Okay. okay. Toot away. No, what I was going to say is in the height of the market, when the market was crazy. Yes. Um, I had buyers win an offer and the list agent sent an email yes. and she said, you won that offer for them Mm. they were not the highest Mm. and they did not have the highest due diligence yeah but it was a clean neat Mm -hmm. offer and Mm. we did all the terms that i knew it was going to take to get the house right so you know so it goes a long Mm. way who your agent is very good are we to the point where uh people have to write these i love you letters to the they still don't want those they still don't want those the people are writing letters saying, you know, I just want to raise my children in this house. We and, used to, you we know. used to, that was, would pull at the heartstrings. And I, yes. I won some offers with my clients. Um, but um, in the past year and a half or more, mm-hmm. I mean, it's they just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We don't care. They, we don't care anymore. Well, it, it, it's the it fair could be, housing. It's the fair act. housing. It could be yeah. a legal oh. issue oh, down really? the road because mm-hmm. of fair housing. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Very interesting. And Steven, I would, can yes. I just add something real quick? You sure can. Because I don't like to toot my own horn. So, <laughs> and and we, we are a team, yeah. and she is my mentor. So everything I learned, I learned from her. Oh, thank uh, you, Julie. I was her admin for a while, <laughs> and I heard her talk about, you know, going the extra mile, and I saw it in person. So right. I just wanted to throw that in there. Very good. Oh, thank horn. you. Very good. Stephen, talk to me about good bones for a well, house. I won't do yeah. that. No. Instead, I'm doing something really interesting today. What? So, you know, when you go to a doctor and you get a medical diagnosis, yes. the common uh, sense knowledge is get a second opinion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That almost never happens in architecture yes. or construction. Yes. And... So right now, what I'm doing later today is a second opinion. It mm. is a over million dollar house, uh, 
quote unquote designed by the contractor working yes. with the owners. Yes. And they have asked me to come in there and evaluate it and, you know, tell them good, bad, what can be fixed or a second opinion on it. Right. The thing is, not because we've gone so much to computers to d- draw and design houses, mm-hmm. we get some really not very good houses. Yeah. The uh, computer, yeah, the house is 75% resolved, 75% designed, okay. but it, ro- it rolls off the printer and everyone just feels, oh, this is it. Mm-hmm. And so you get, you know, now more than ever, uh, the idea of getting a second opinion is this a good house. Right. And right. in fact, each year I reinvent a couple of houses. Mm-hmm. They are houses that have great bones in some way. They're on a great lot. They're a great mm-hmm. location. Mm-hmm. But the house just misses. And it's really much better to get that right to begin with instead of my right. going back and spending a half million dollars reinventing a house that yeah. should have been there in the first place. And you will do this for people who do not have a million dollar house. Uh, I do it for, would do it for, I sell my services on yes. an hourly basis. Yes. And I work with nurses with very small budgets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I work with tech people with very big budgets. And I think everyone benefits from having some advice. All right. What is your number? What, how do we contact you? Oh, the best way is the website or yeah. email. Yes. Cliparch, C-L-I-P-P-A-R-C-H at yahoo.com. All right. And if you Google Stephen Clip Architecture, you will get this guy. If you get through Stephen Clip, C-L-I-P-P. Yeah. I'm the only one in the country you will get me. Very good. <laughs> Paige Campion of Town Mortgage, thank you for being here. Thank you. Can How do we contact you? 919-656-5124. Yeah? 5124. Final thoughts on first-time buyers. Love to work with them. Really? Absolutely. What, what are the challenges you have with first-time buyers? You, you, some people come without a significant amount of money for a down payment. Right. Is there a way around that? That's using down payment assistance that we have here in North Carolina. Um, it's an $8,000 down payment assistance program. Okay. Um, income limits of $126,000. Um, they do have to be a first-time home buyer. They have not, can't have, have owned a home in the last three years. Okay. Um, but it's a great option. For financing for first-time home buyers and for move-up buyers, you know, if they've not, they maybe moved here and have been renting for a couple of years, haven't owned in three years. All right. a great option to consider. Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco. How do we get in touch with the two of you? Uh, my number is nine one nine two seven zero nine six zero eight. Right. And wickersquare.com is our website, and you can reach Tanya Hunt. Wicker Hunt at 919-368-3996. All right. Tanya Wicker Hunt and Julie Wicker Crisco of Wicker Squared at Colwell Banker Howard Perry in Walston. Thank you. Stephen Clip of Stephen Clip Architecture. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And and uh, uh, next week we've got Holly Bowers from RoofWorks 
and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Paige Campion of Town Mortgage. Thank you. Thank you. This is Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF.